this is Crichton, and you're listening to Nerd Corner. Marvelous. Down on the corner. And welcome to Nerd Corner. <laughs> yeah, you get to do the intro this week because it fits. Because it fits. Given your name and the subject material. So go for your life, son. Welcome to Nerd Corner, the podcast that spares no expense. I'm John Hammond. <laughs> I'm John D. I'm not sure if I've used that one before or not. I, I think you've been holding off till we oh, do I don't it. Know. I don't know. I love Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> well, well uh, in case anybody hasn't either A, read it in the show description, or B, figured it out, we're talking Jurassic Park. We're also sorry for being late. Because, you know, it happens. Because life. But yeah. that happens. It does. Alright, we've got a little list we're going to power through, and then we're going to talk about the fourth most successful film franchise of all time. Now, first I want to say that um, the live show last weekend was great. Yes, I was unable to attend. Um, you attended in voice. I did. Um, apologies for rambling on for so long. <laughs> it was, they they apologised for cutting you off. They did. I've, I've listened to it, and I've since talked to Richard. Um, I got caught up in the emotion of panels being over. Yeah. Like, right, I want to say my bit about the show, and then I did my bit. Yeah, no, it was it was a really good live show, and it was great uh, little send off for something that's not actually going away anyway. Yeah, it's like it's, like I've said, it's it's Richard, so it'll be back in about a month. Oh, they're going to be doing monthly shows and yeah. stuff anyway, so it's all good. Yeah. Now, what have you got on your list? Sir? I've got some things on my list. Yep. Okay. First off, our uh, friend of the show, Mary Amber, her new. Venture has gone live with Pop Goes the Tardis. Yes, I've been seeing that constantly on uh, Facebook. Have you listened to it? It's good fun. I listened to it once. It wasn't bad, yeah. As, as Mary Amber's stuff tends to be. Yeah. So, well done, Mary. We thought we'd give you a little bit of a plug. <laughs> Something about the fifth element. What about the fifth element? I don't know. Pop vinyls. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Element, pop vinyls. <laughs> I was going to say, what about, what about it? I don't know. <laughs> because, I, because I compile my list throughout the fortnight, yeah. I just write down, here's the bullet point, let's work it out. Um, pop, yeah, Fifth Element pop vinyls are coming. Hang on. You've got some... Shut up. You've got some sound coming from your laptop. Shut up, laptop. The bar. Solved. <laughs> <laughs> Mute. <laughs> yeah, um, there's four of them. Corbin Dallas, Lilu, the Diva, I want to say. Yeah. And I can't remember who the fourth one was. It was would it be the bad guy? Either Zerg or... Um, I would assume it'd be Zerg. I think it was. But yeah, I'm fairly certain it was the Diva and... Definitely Corbin and Lilu. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd assume it would be Zerg. Cool. This is the quickest we've ever turned through two items on a list. Ah, well. All um, good. Also, on pop finals, Friends have got a pop final release. Yeah, I saw that. I saw you, you made a post on it. I've never been a, fr- a, a friend of Friends. A friend I've of never fans. been a fan of Friends. That's right. You, you don't like other fans. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a huge fan of it. So, um, I know you are. I am. Um, um, but... And I know lots of people who are. I've just, yeah, it's never been my thing. It's not your jam, no. as the kids say. Um, is the pop vinyl thing going too far? No. Because literally everything has a pop vinyl now. So? They're cute. They look good. You don't, I mean... You don't have to collect you them all. You don't have to collect them all. Right, but once, once it reaches the point where friends were getting it, I'm like, really? It's yeah. the nerd equivalent of Beanie Babies. Yeah, no fair point. <laughs> but I was just, you see, literally everything is getting a pop on already. Yeah, and like, there's always limited edition ones and yeah, certain but, cons and everything else. But hey, I've got no problem with them. I, I wasn't saying it was a problem. Yeah. It was just, is it a point where it's like, okay. Yeah, they're cute. Okay. <laughs> so that's, that's, as, that's, as someone, I've got a, 
In Japan, there's another line, much like pop vinyls. Again, yeah. Android. They're still the same. They're still the same thing. It's sort of like a chibi character, like small body, big. Are those little buggers you've got? Yeah, I got shitloads of them. You, did, you sold a bunch of them, didn't you? I got rid of a bunch of them. Yeah. Still have a bunch of them. But, so, yeah. if anybody's interested in buying any, email us at nerdcornerau at gmail.com. Oh, no, no, the ones I've got, I'm keeping. Yeah. No, no, if no, anybody's no, not have. interested in yeah. stuff. Yeah, stop <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Jessica Jones has a rough release date. When? She's dropping in the second half of this year, which, well, towards the end of this year. I was going to say, we're in the second half that's, of this that's year. That's why that I amended it. Me. No, um, yeah, towards the end of this year. So, she, she last got, quarter. Last quarter this year. Oh, okay, Not cool. second half, last quarter. Fractions are hard. They are. <laughs> Alright, no, that's cool. I'm looking forward to that. I'm, the more I think about it, again, I've read, because I hadn't read any of her up until recently, and I'm still slowly plugging my way through Civil War. Yeah. And she features fairly prominently in some of that. I have read that from Wikipedia. <laughs> you, you because read, I don't read the comics. You don't want to read 22 trades worth of comics? No, I just want to watch TV. Yeah, no, fair point. Um, I just want to watch something cool on Netflix. Did I mention on the show that I picked up 13, no, 19 volumes of Fable? You did, and <laughs> I am very jealous of them, and once you've worked your way through them, I will work my way through them, because that is a comic I enjoy. And as the point that Rachel the Ring-In made when we talked Supernova, her problem with the Powers TV series is that because of that, nothing we don't get a better version of that. Fuck you once upon a time. No, 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 it's because we want to do fables. You can't have fables. Fine, we'll, we'll do our own. Thing. We'll do our own. We'll do our own right shit. We version. can't do have fables. That's right. So once, once, once upon a time is done and dusted, sooner rather than later, yeah. hopefully, because I really enjoyed first season. Yeah. Oh, I did too. I think a lot of people enjoyed the first season. And then it goes around the now, like Elsa and Anna from Frozen are in it, and there's a spin-off in Neverland. Yeah, yeah. And it's, no. Um, no, I'm thoroughly enjoying Fables. I'm up to volume nine of 23. Awesome. So yeah, I've only got up to issue volume 18 or 19 or something, but that's where I'm at with with the Fables. Here's an interesting point that we're not even going to segue to. What's that? Happy Birthday, the song. What about Happy Birthday, the song? It's public domain. Yeah. It's up until like a week ago, it had been owned by this music company because it was released. Oh, really? I always thought it was no, public no, no. domain. No, it's not. Because um, think about every movie you see. More often than not, they're singing for Heath Johnny Jolly Fairway. They do, yes. Because the company that owns it was charging a hideous amount of money. Wow. I, actually, people... I, never, I always thought it was. No, it's not. So then this chick, you, the more you know. Correct. <laughs> no, he's half the battle. No, I thought this was a really interesting thing. Red laser, blue laser is the other half. What? No, he's half the battle. Yeah. I said the other half is red lasers and blue lasers. Correct. <laughs> oh, it's been too long since we've recorded it. Um, yeah, no, because the, the stance was that it came out in this songbook in the early 1950s. Yep. And... Whichever, and it was maintained that it was never released or optioned before that. Right. And it surfaced because there's this group that have, I should have read the, re-read the article because it was really interesting. There's, it's surfaced. There was an early earlier edition of this book yeah. that basically excludes the line that the copyrights it. Right. Because a bunch of the other like, little mercy rhymes and things in this book don't have that copyright line at the bottom. Okay. From the person that originally wrote it and optioned it to this book and signed yeah. this book. But now that they found this earlier printing of this book, there's now this whole thing of happy birthday could very well end up public domain. And then this one, this it, company... It kind of should be. It should. But there's this one, but the, the way the song lyrics and things work, they do legally own it as yeah. per the evidence they've got. Yeah. But this poor company, they literally make a living off optioning that song. Right, okay. So once 
the Supreme Court goes public domain. Yep. Chapter eleven. Right. Company goes under. Yep. Yep. Well, not really nerdy related. I just thought it was. You thought it was interesting, which is perfectly fine. That's right. I learned something today. That's right. Today has not been a waste. And, and <laughs> today has not been a waste. <laughs> oh, it's been a waste for me because I'm marginally hungover. Uh, I think we're both sort of like that for different, completely yes. different uh, reasons. Because I went, I went to a wedding last night. Free bar. JD drinks lots of wine. There's never beer, is it? There's always wine. wine. What do you have on your cornflakes, darling? Oh, oh, I'll have some, some wine. wine. On that note, I've actually got uh, <laughs> your, your Red Dwarf DVDs back. Oh, did you? Yeah, there's one back. Oh, cool. Um, I went to, uh, last night had the Oceanic Pro League for League of Legends. Oh, nice. We were in um, Luna Park. Yeah. Like, Luna Park was packed in the round top. I was in the round top for okay. the whole thing. Uh, outside Luna Park, it was packed. Big screens to watch people. Yeah, right. George Street Cinemas was packed. Did George Street Cinemas get involved? Yeah, they had a huge, they had one of the cinemas there. It was just for the matches and everything the else. League of Legends. Yep, it was streaming worldwide. Uh, I know a bunch of universities were having huge parties oh, for really? everything else. Huge night, yeah. Did, so, they, did our local nerds do anything for it, do you know? They would have done, or they would have all just been at Smash. Oh, Newcastle? Yeah. Yeah, no, Newcastle University had a, um, they had one of the whole lecture halls was for League of Legends for a party to watch it. Beautiful. And, um, yeah, they were giving away prizes and everything else. But, um, yeah, it was um, Chiefs versus Legacy. Yeah. Um, It was a 3-1. Chiefs won, 3-1. Is that a slaughter like it is in hockey? Um, no, no, 3 1 is in the day one. It was best out of five matches. Ah, oh, right, 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 right. Yep. So okay. Chiefs won the first two games, mm-hmm. and then Legacy did a massive comeback in the, in the next one. Yep. And it was, it was, the last game was very much on the edge of your seat. It was a fantastic game to watch. The commentators were fantastic. The crowds were great. Uh, but the Chiefs ended up winning, and they'll represent us in the World Finals. Oh, beautiful. And when, so, when's that? Uh, World Finals will be uh, in Turkey for the international, sorry. This will be, it's not really the World Finals, it's the International Wild Card. Oh, okay, cool. Because World Finals is automatically like America, Korea, it, it's the top. Yeah. We'll be top teams. Yeah. We're like a lot of other countries like Turkey and stuff like that, where we're in League of Legends now, we're playing at a global, global sport, global level. but we're not at that level yet. Yeah. So there is an International Wild Card. So we're still going to qualify, Yes, yes. But they'll be travelling to um, Istanbul to represent us in that. Not Constantinople. Not Constantinople, no. But uh, yeah, no, I went to that. It was a great night. Um, Smash was also on that day. Um, I didn't go to Smash, but apparently it ran, had a great day as well. Oh, it's still on today. I've been seeing lots of reports of that. Yeah. And that's the Sydney Manga and Anime something. Yeah. Yeah, for people that might not know. Yeah, it's an anime convention, basically. Yeah. But it's um, it was it's still running today as well. Everybody seems to be having a great time. People are like, are you going? I'm like, I'm not an anime guy, so no. Yeah. Well, I am, but I just went down to watch League of Legends last night. Yeah, I, right. And I love that it's all happening at the same time. And we get doing this... Well, this is the thing. You're starting thing. to get more like American cons. Like, Smash was on. Mm-hmm. The League of Legends, like... Because we actually have an office here in Australia now and everything else. Oh, really? In Sydney, so they organised all that. It was at Luna Park. Luna Park, they replaced the face with one of the characters from League of Legends. Wow. It was, it was huge. Like, everything got behind it. Uh, last night as well, a uh, couple, couple of Japanese DJs I really like came over. Oh, cool. Um, people who write songs for Vocaloid yep. uh, and everything else. So um, they were over last night as well. So I ducked in and saw that. It was great. It was a, just a huge, great night. For all of the anime nerds. Not just nerds in general. Yeah. It was, it was really good for just anime and gaming nerds and everything else. Speaking of other things that's come out, have you followed anything that's come out of Gamescom? 
No. Well, because I'm, I'm not a games You're not a games person, but there are things you like. Did you know Lego Dimensions is getting Ghostbusters in it? Shut up and take my money. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you'd get to that, yeah. Yeah. You can get, I'm just going to show you a little picture here. I know, great, good great video. Amazing but video. There's a shot from inside the game. You can play as Ghostbusters. Yeah, right? fuck. Okay, I've got to buy that game now. So you're going to have to buy the game. You were already going to buy the game. I was already thinking of buying it. I was going to buy all the figures. <laughs> but then I'm like, fuck, I'm going to be a Ghostbuster. Yeah, so now you can be Ghostbusters. Um, unofficially, the Portal story continues oh, nice. in Dimensions and everything else. Uh, that's going to be absolutely fantastic. There's been new shots out for the new Star Fox game. Oh, nice. Fuck, now I'm going to buy fucking Wii U. That's um, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> If Lilat Wars is coming back, then oh, it looks amazing. Like I've been watching the trailers for it, it looks perfect. Like even the tanks. Yeah, back to the tanks. There's a franchise that hasn't had enough play over the over the years. I know. I just love the fact they brought it back for this. It's been fantastic. We could do a whole show on that sort of topic. Oh, we could. Um, World of Warcraft announced the newest expansion now. Oh wow! Cap up to 110. See what Um, I did there? I know. Um, it looks fantastic. I, I I've been behind on WoW. Um, I haven't actually finished the current expansion I've got, but I planned it. Yeah, I need to download oh, I'm just, like DLC some of the expansions for for DCU because I hit level thirty. I'm like, what are you doing now? Fly around and do very little. Yeah, so I've got to download like War of Light and the other stuff. Yeah, the, all the other DLC and everything else. Um, Assassin's Creed Syndicate continues to look absolutely beautiful. Yep. Um, I can't wait for that to drop. That's going to be amazing. Uh, oh, they released another Star Wars Battlefront video this time. Is this one with Vader? No, no, we've seen Vader. That was on the ground and everything else. This time we finally, we got to see actually the um, one of the full space battles. Oh, really? So the way this new one works is like everyone starts in a basic ship. So if you're on Rebels, you find around X-Wing. Yeah. If you're, bag, uh, if you're like um, an Imperial, you're in a TIE Fighter. TIE Fighter and everything else. The more you keep playing, the more kills you get and everything else, you unlock heroic things for your side. So as we saw on the ground video, you can unlock and actually play Darth Vader or Skywalker. In the space one, you actually can unlock the Millennium Falcon and cover his heart. And the Imperials, right in, they came in with Boba Fett in (laughs) front of mine. And I lost my shit and I'm like, this game cannot come out fast enough for me. What's what's the idea? That's November? Just before the movie, It's coming out just before the movie. Like, it's... It is really this is this is ramping up my need for the new movies even more. Yeah, and I cannot wait for that to happen. Speaking of new movies, it's not on my list, but I'm going to do an actual segue. Yeah. Um, rumblings have started again that um, you and McGregor will be back as Obi Wan Kenobi in a spin-off. Huh? Which one? Just another spin-off? Just another spin-off. Okay. What? Okay. All right. I'll watch that. <laughs> He was one of the less low points of the prequel trilogy. Oh, yeah, no, I think he did fine job in the prequel trilogy. He did well with what he had to work with. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, um... Yeah, yeah, no, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I say I get, um... I get, um... Weary of all the superhero movies. Now give us all the I, Star I don't Wars. think I can have that problem with Star Wars. <laughs> I th- I'm okay with just getting... Yeah, just keep bringing the Star Wars. Just keep backing it up. Back up good Star Wars. Just keep bringing it... Yeah, exactly, yeah. Don't well, that's get, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get that though. I don't think I'm going to be left. Well, um, JJ Abrams has apparently come out and said the word midichlorians will not be appearing in this film. <laughs> I think he's going to do it. I've I've got no I've got no qualms about it. The only problem is I think yeah, is it, are we all just going to go? It's the greatest. It's going to be the best thing ever. And even if it's just really good, we're all going to be disappointed. No, if it's really good, I'll be fine. 
I'm just yeah, worried about people that ridiculously high expectations. No, I think I'll be fine. I'm Speaking okay of sequels that are going to be shit, <laughs> Tremors 5. Oh, God, really? Yeah. Really? Now, I love the Tremors franchise as much as the next guy. Yeah. But no. <laughs> no more. Because <laughs> this is um, this is Leaving Perfection Valley again. Yep. It follows Burt Gummer yep. to, I want to say, South America again or somewhere like that, where he's got to hunt some more Graboids. Yep, yep. Guess who his new sidekick is? Who? Jamie Kennedy. Right. Formerly of Jamie Kennedy Project and Scream and... Yeah. Son of the Mask, so you know, bank. Yep. Speaking of superhero movies, oh, we're back into your segue phone. Yep, <laughs> we're back into the segue phone, people. <laughs> Unless you've got more from your game con, you no, want no, to segue no, no, back continue, to it? continue. I thought we might have been done. No, yeah, I just gushed a little bit over a couple of things. I mean, so much stuff came out yep. of that. It's, it's like I, I watched a lot of it. I As they announced the new it's Zelda, in my head, I'm like, oh my god, oh, and then the next thing comes, I'm like, oh my god, yes. That's the same thing with, with Comic Con. It's like, yeah. here's everything. Yeah. Is there a new Zelda coming? Not yet. Keep Fuck waiting. Jesus Christ. Is there a new Mario Kart coming? Oh, not at this point. There will be at some point. They probably, I don't think they'll release another Mario Kart until they drop the next console. Oh, because there's already one on this console. It was one of the launch titles, wasn't mm. it? Yeah, I don't think you'll see another well, one. Well, I'm going to retract that statement because they only ever do one per console. You'll see a couple more uh, Mario Parties, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris Pine, who has been rumoured to be Hal Jordan or Steve Trevor or whoever. Yeah, isn't he in the new, what's it called, movie instead? The Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman one? Yeah, he's going to be Steve Trevor, the love interest. Okay, right. right. Okay. I'd prefer to see him as Hal Jordan, but whatever. I know nothing about Wonder Woman, so okay. Wonder Woman's boyfriend is a, a, um, he's an airport pilot. Okay, that could have easily been Hal Jordan. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, are we going to make him be the Air Force pilot? Or the private enterprise <laughs> test pilot. <laughs> Fuck it. Alrighty, yep. But yeah, I've still got no real interest in in the DC universe. Um, Jenna Malone, the redhead chick that's going to be in Batman. Yes. V Superman. Yes. Dawn of Justice. Dawn of Justice. TM Dave Wongo. Oh, I was just going to say, just cut that. Dave Wongo. Twice in Dave. Twice in Dave doing it. There's talk of her being Oracle. Because the going theory is that because Batman's been being Batman for like 20 years at this point, yeah, yeah. he'd moved on to, to Carrie Kelly's version of Robin from Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. And because they're doing the whole Dark Knight Returns thing, people are like, it's going to be Carrie Kelly. But something came out recently. It's like, it's possibly, probably going to be Oracle. And they're like, if it's Oracle, shut up. <laughs> Take the money, all is forgiven. I don't care. I was going to say something you'll be interested in. I will be movies. very interested because, as we know, Barbara Gordon such Oracle, my favourite fictional character of all time. Yep. Not just comic character. Uh, Tremors 5. No! No, you've done Tremors 5. I don't know why, but I've got 112263 on my list. The Stephen King novel. Okay. Um, I've started listening to the audiobook of it. Yeah. And there was an awesome little moment because he goes back in time to the late 1950s. Right. And he has a conversation with two of the kids from It. Okay, radio. No, there's um, they're doing a they're doing a mini series. Okay. With um, Harry Osborne. Fuck, what's his name? Um, I've no idea. Dan Franco. Oh yes. Yeah, yes. Dan Franco's in the mini series of adaptation of the Stephen King book. And, oh, right. And Stephen King movie adaptions, yeah. generally pretty shit. Stephen King mini series adaptions, usually pretty good. Oh no, touch and go. It was good. Yeah. The Stand. Yeah. Salem's Lot. Yeah. Under the Dome. That's not a miniseries. That's a TV series. Oh, okay. 
Alright. Yeah. <laughs> so just talking like you're four, you're four like you're three or five parts. Yeah, you're here. in and out. Yeah. You're in and out and you're done. So then that's supposed to be the ongoing. Yeah. So sounds like the stand um it. Alright. One, two and three. Alright. And the one that he did um I wanna say Rose Red, which wasn't even based on one of his books. It was no. a mini series he wrote. Yeah. It was really good. I didn't know it was a mini series. I rented it from the video shop back in the day. Yeah. I got through the first disc and they hadn't only just got to the haunted house. I'm like, how the fuck long does this thing go for? Because I assumed the second disc was just special features. Yeah. I flips it over and looks at it and I'm like, approximate running time four and a half hours. Okay. <laughs> so I'm watching a mini series. Uh, yeah, 11.22.63. I'm excited. I have only, as I say, just gotten to it. Yeah. Because it came out a few years ago. It's about going back in time to if you could stop the assassination of Kennedy, would you? And with this typical Stephen King stuff, it's all set in and around Maine. And I think it's going to be exciting because I like Stephen King's works. All right. Speaking of works that I don't like, that you do, Ooh. we have a Game of Thrones season eight. Oh, yeah. That'll happen. But I don't even, I, I mean, it's stuff I like, but I'm not, oh my god, it's the greatest thing ever, yeah. honestly. It's, the last season was was very, yeah. Well, I've, I've concluded that, excuse me, boss. <laughs> you should, you should you, oh that. my god. Look at the level, level of that. <laughs> um, I think that's the first time I've sneezed on, uh, on the show. Uh, Probably. Um, yeah, I don't need to watch Game of Thrones because I can just read about it on Facebook. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, season eight is worth mentioning, and somebody's been cast as Billy Three Eyes or something, or a raven or someone. Tell you what is interesting, Peter Dinklage, okay, did the voice for, um, did the voice acting for a character in um, Destiny. Yes, he did. He was the narrator, he sidekick. He was guy. the ghost. Which yeah. Which is your little sidekick. Like the, like the little robot. With dude. the newest expansion coming up for Destiny, they're scrapping his entire voice. Oh, really? Retroactively, it goes back and will replace all of his voice acting. Why? Um, there was a lot of uh, kickback from the fans when it came out that he just phoned it in, yep. that it was wasn't up to standard, up to scratch. Now, personally, I didn't mind it. I thought it was alright. I found it a little dry and everything else, but I sort of thought that's what the character was like. Yeah, and I didn't mind it, but a lot of fans complained about it. So were they with, expecting the god of tits and wine and just got yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. But with this new expansion coming out, it completely... It removes him. Removes him. Who's the entire game. Who's he being replaced by? Uh, Nolan North. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which would be... I mean, he'll do a great job. He'll do a good job too. But it's just personally, I don't think there was a problem to begin with. But lots of people did, so that was just a little bit of thing I just had in the back of my head. That's interesting. That also came out of um, Gamescom. Oh, nice. What do you Dinklage feels about that? I don't know. There hasn't been any... Well, to be fair, he's still got paid for doing the work, regardless of if he's still in it or not. So, it's true. Dude's got eight. Dude's got eight. Um, Unfriended. Have you heard of this movie? No, I have not. It came out, of, came out of the movies a few months back. It's a found footage style film. Okay, right, yeah. But it's all done on the screen of a laptop, so you see everything that this girl's got open. Like you see the Skype thing, you, you yeah, see yeah, her yeah, bit yeah. torrent, you see everything that she's doing. And it basically takes place over a Skype call over the span of about an hour and a half with her and three of her friends, or three or four of her friends. Now, I'm a sucker for found footage style films, but I thought this was really interesting. I mean, it wasn't scary, so to speak, but, you know, what movies are anymore outside of, like, The Babadook and The Grudge? Yeah. God, I love The Babadook. I know, right? I'm so good. Um, 
it was weird and creepy and amazing. But no, I just wanted to mention it because I watched it the other night and the way that they've done it, like all on the laptop screen, mm-hmm. was was really funky. And it was a really interesting story. And when I heard that that's how they were doing, I'm like, this is either going to be really good or it's going to be really shit. Yeah, it's really good. No, oh, awesome. I just yeah, because I watched it, I'm like, I'm going to put that on my list because it's my show and I can do whatever the hell I want. Well, I'll have a look at that. You can put things on your list too, if you because it's your show as well. Yeah. Um, on to a, a slightly sadder note. We, well, we, not you, because you're not a wrestling person. The, no. re- the wrestling people lost one of our greatest this week. Who's that? We lost Rowdy Roddy Piper. I have no idea who that is. You, you, you wouldn't, but a lot of people will do. Yeah. Um, he was one of the big names in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. He was, he was um, Hulk Hogan's arch nemesis. Right. right, okay, there's a name on that. Yeah. <laughs> now, I have something, now I have something just to connect it to. Yeah, but okay. He, he, um, he main-evented the first ever WrestleMania. Right. Are they doing an event for him or anything? Uh, or they've done a heap retrospective. They've, they've done a heap of retrospectives right, on War okay. and SmackDown and shit, and everybody's been posting about it. But I just wanted to mention it on the show because Roddy was great, and yeah, just died at 61 of a massive heart attack in his sleep. Jesus, that's no good. No, a massive bucket of win to coin a phrase for that man. Yeah. But everything that has everything that needs to be said about Piper has been said everywhere else. So I'm yeah, not going to do it. Yeah. Um, Hawkman. Has been cast for Legends of Tomorrow. Who, 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 who? I, I don't know. Not a name I recognise or a dude that I recognise from anything. Oh, this is just amazing. No, I was going to say I thought I was about to sneeze. Are you going to go? Here he goes. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to have to do much editing for this show. Oh no, you'll, you'll be able to find it easily. I am someone who is wrong. Oh. Um, I can't even do the edits tonight because we're playing Dungeons or Dudes. We are playing Dungeons and or Dudes. Yep, and you're running. That's exciting. Here he goes again. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> you know what? I might leave those in. Oh, yeah, I've got a, a, a warning at the start of this. That yeah, that is. Someone's just going to sneeze yep. constantly. Oh, it'll be in the show notes. Oh. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> That's cool. So Dave Longo, having just finished his DS9 rewatch, is, is thinking that, oh, my God, if John was Bajoran, he'd be pregnant. Because the Bajoran... They sneeze they, when they're pregnant? Yeah, they don't get morning sickness. They sneeze. So you're, you're not a drawer and you're not a girl. Ready? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, the cat's looking at me weird now. Because <laughs> <laughs> the cat's joined us, as she does whenever I record anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, Hawkman for Legends of Tomorrow. All right. The Hawk Girl's been here since, like, have been announced since effectively day one. Yeah. yeah. Ready? <laughs> Can't really have one without the other. No. Except when they tried it on the Justice League. <laughs> Somebody's built a pulse rifle. Really? Based on the Aliens one. It doesn't have a grenade launcher under... She doesn't have a grenade launcher, yes. It doesn't have a grenade launcher under... <laughs> As you were. Uh, yeah, I have... apologise, podcast listeners. Especially if you've got, you're listening to this with headphones. Like, yeah, that's going to be shocking. It's... As loud as it is in your ears, imagine what it's like in my own head. It's yeah, shocking. It's karmic retribution. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I just yeah, saw this article the other day. A guy's built it with like the basic guts of something with the power of an M, um, MP5. Yeah. But they've sort of remodeled it and then attached a shotgun underneath it and then put a pulse rifle chassis over the, yeah, top, of it. the top of it. Yeah, so they've got a functional... It doesn't have a grenade launcher, but it's got a shotgun under it. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah. Prometheus 2, in production, due to start filming very soon. I'm not interested. Not no. after that first model. No. No way. I'm just, I don't care. I'm out. I watched the first one. Yeah. And I think I've said it on the show before. It's got about 15 minutes of it's good. For someone who really wants more sci-fi... Correct. Just, no, I don't want... No. Um, yeah, the f- 15 minutes or so of that movie are good. Yep. They're not consecutive. No. There's a good There's a good couple of seconds here, a minute or so that's good there. I think I've said it on the show before, but that's yep. my stance. 
TNG, the movie, again. <laughs> oh, they've all been shocking. They've all been so bad. I watched the first one and went... This is before I even started watching D and uh, playing D and D. Oh god! It's, oh no! It's even more funny if you've actually played. Well, D &D I, I had it. I might have trained them. And there's a bunch of sequels apparently, like two or three sequels. Yeah, yeah, man. So we, I'm I actually think Wizards of the Coast put one of them up free to air on their YouTube channel. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's shocking. They're not good. No, they're not. They're real. Well, bad. the first one's not good. I can't speak for the sequels, but I can't imagine oh, that they no, got they any progressively better. They were. I've watched them for a laugh. God, they're bad. Oh, good. God, they uh, are But bad. no, there's apparently yeah, people that are actually going to try and take it earnestly and do it properly. No, I don't care. No. No, 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 no. Just do a fantasy movie. Don't call it Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Just because it, if, if you wanted to do it, choose one of the worlds the Dungeons and Dragons has created. Like, yeah. There's a bunch of kids like uh, Forgotten Realms or, or any of Green, or anything else. One of, their, one of their realms where they've written stories about it. Yeah, else. adapt one of the stories. Adapt one of the stories. But call it that. Yeah. Do not call it Dungeons and Dragons. So people who are watching it will go, yeah, there's Dungeons and Dragons. I know this and yeah. everything else. Or, but, yeah. or you do a series, like a franchise, where it's Dungeons and Dragons as a little title, semicolon, Lords of Waterdeep or whatever. Yeah, some way, some way do the Drizzt stories or whatever. Yeah. Like, there's, heaps of, there's heaps of stuff they could do. So yeah, don't just... But don't just right. hack the D and D name onto a fantasy. Do we know anything too. about it, or is it just um, they're doing it? I didn't read the article real quickly. I just saw it and thought it'd be worth a mention. Right. Um, but it's apparently a thing that's going to happen. We'll follow that story as it progresses, <laughs> because we both play the game. Yep. I have to apologise. Good. I've got time. Fuck you. That's it. <laughs> um, no, last week when I was doing, I was talking Terminator. Yeah. I apparently. A bunch of times, instead of saying Genesis, referred to the new one as Terminator Salvation. No. Yeah. Yeah. Why'd you do that? Because I'm special needs. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. No, I didn't even realise that. I just got caught up in talking about them and the words got swapped out. Yep. Um, our dear friend and listener, Nancy, pointed that out to me during the week. Oh, Nancy missed you last weekend. Yeah, she, she messaged me the other day. She's like, yeah. are you there? I'm like, nope, the kids and I are on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so big shout out to, thank you, Nancy, for pointing that out. Big apologies for anyone else that went, hang on. He's supposed to be talking about the new one, and he's talking salvation. He doesn't know what the fuck he's on about. Professionalism. Yep. Spoiler alert. I don't. <laughs> Special shout out to Gestalt Comics, the Aussie-based yeah. guys. You know who they are. Um, their 10-year anniversary passed over the last couple of weeks. 10 years doing their thing. Congrats, guys. So they put out things like The Deep and Eldritch Kid and all sorts of other fun stuff, and Fly, and... Yep. See all that stuff I've got over there in the independent section of my yeah. shop? Half of, it's, half of it's from them. So yeah, big shout out to them. Um, yeah, friends of the network. A bunch of those guys have been on panels over the yep. time. Congrats, guys. Michelle Nichols, Uhura yes. from Star Trek. Yes. She's going into space. Okay. Yeah, she's going on one of the shuttle missions because she can. Because she can. Oh, well, fair enough. Something like eighty-seven years old. Yeah. <laughs> she's going. <laughs> she had a stroke about six months ago and nearly died. Jesus. So you know what? She's got a new lease on life. Octogenarian going into space because fuck you. I hope they put her in charge of communications. <laughs> That's all I care about. You know they will at one point. It's, it's like, yeah, Haley frequencies open. It's all it's all we get next. Ready Player One has a release ish date. Yeah, uh, early part of 2017. I'm looking forward to it. Spielberg's on board and directing and creating. Yep. I've read the book. I love the book. Yeah. Go for it. Go son. for it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, all our, I was going to say all our readers. All our listeners should jump on and read it. It's basically a love letter 
to every bit of pop culture since the dawn of video games. It's, to it's now. a great book. It I think I think Nate's still got my copy of that. Oh right, yeah, I got a copy somewhere. It's not hard to come by. No, and one more thing on my list because it only cropped up this morning. There was a Captain America Civil War teaser trailer yep. at Comic-Con India that's leaked. It goes for about 15 seconds, and it shows characters we've already seen and things we've already seen. Right, okay. It does show the Hulkbuster foot slamming down on the pavement. Yep. It shows Crossbones doing his thing. Yep. You don't know who Crossbones is. I've seen pictures. Yep. <laughs> he was the dude that was trying to kill Falcon at the end of, um, whatchamacallit? Okay. Of um, Winter Soldier. All right. The one that was on the medical bed getting fixed up at the end of it. That's Crossbones. All right. And actually, there was something I'm going to add to the list that's not on the list because we... Yeah. I was watching Police Academy this morning. Because, you know, the first one, because it's still good. All right. George Gaines, that played Commandant Lassard. Yeah. Born in 1950-something. Yeah. He's 98 years old and still kicking. Jesus. I thought he'd have been well and truly passed. No, still on. Still going. End of list. Anything more for this from you? No, Jurassic Park. Okay. <laughs> well, since the character was named after you, go. Well, start with the first one. We'll start with the first one. I, I have actually rewatched all four this week. Yep, I've done one, two, and three, and I saw Jurassic World twice at the movies. So yeah, I'm, so I'm, I recently rewatched the fourth one, and it was uh, yeah, I've seen all of them. God, I like for all their faults, for all their faults, I still love them. I, I think I cannot take to the third one. It's got problems, but I... It's got problems. It's got lots of problems. <laughs> That's like saying that Hitler was a little bit dodgy. Oh, it, it's, got, it's got loads of problems, but it's got dinosaurs, man. It does have dinosaurs. I, I think but all we'll kids of a certain... What? Did you hit pause? No. No, I turned off the screen panel. All right. I think all kids of a certain age, like from when we grew up, it was all about the dinosaurs. Yeah. And then the first Jurassic Park came out. Yeah, so we'll start with the first one. First, first one at the time with a gross of $914 million. Oh, Jesus, yeah. That's in 1993. And some of the best effects even to today. And I think opinion. that's why it's going to always be the most beloved of the 4, 6, 12, however how many they do. Yeah. Because it came along at the perfect time when computer effects would just come off things like The Abyss and Terminator 2, which were good, but weren't quite crisp. And then we get this fucking T-Rex. This was the perfect combination of practical and... Yeah, because it was... Effects. Yeah, the Stan Winston Creature Shop. Yeah. And the, I think, was ILM that did the effects? I assume it would have been. It was ILM, I'm pretty sure, yeah. But yeah, $914 million at the time of release. At, when it came out, it, it became the most successful for film. Words are hard. <laughs> it, was, it was the most successful film of all time at that time. Yeah. And it held that title until Titanic came and took it away in a spectacular fashion. And yeah. then it currently sits at the 17th highest grossing film of all time because after they released it, they, they did a 3D re-release a couple of years ago for the yeah. 20th anniversary. Yep. Yeah. Anniversary which topped the, um, topped the 1 billion mark. Wow. Yeah. So it's grossed one billion over a billion at the movie. Yeah. So good on yeah. you. But by the same token, so did Transformers 4. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, first one. Right. So what I love that is that was the first one's off the novel, wasn't it? Have you have you read it? The first two are off the, the first two are off novels. The third one is not. The third one's not, and yeah. then the fourth one. Yeah. yeah. Have you read Jasper? I have not actually. Okay. It, it's it's on my list to do. It's definitely I read them both. Years and years and years yeah. ago, and I've reread Jurassic Park a couple of times. Yeah, there are a lot of elements 
in the book that didn't make it into the film. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that would have been nice. <laughs> like um, Dr. Wu, he's a much bigger character the whole way through. See, I have heard that. He's a much else. bigger deal the whole way yeah. through. So that's why when they said, Dr. Wu's going to be one of the central characters of Jurassic Park 4, I'm like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> and the actual beginning of The Lost World with the little girl getting attacked by the compies, yeah. that's actually a major subplot of sort of the first quarter of the first book. Mm. So there's this whole thing where there's... Um, that happens, and then like one of the bodies gets, the combi corpse gets found, and there's a local investigator going, what the fuck is this thing? And like a Costa Rican lab, and that's how shit kicks off. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole subplot that begins with right. the movie. And then we segue into the stuff we get in the film. Because yeah. what I loved about the film was like, Steven Spielberg was aware of the book before it was finished being published. Yeah, the rights were already, well, the rights were already bandied about. Between like he got the rights before it was published. Yeah. yeah. It, it, there were like three or four different studios that were trying to get a hold of it before it yeah. even came out. Mm. So this thing was always going to be It was huge. always going to be huge. Everyone wanted a piece of it. It was... When, it, when the first one came out, it was a phenomenon. Gotcha. It, it was literally everywhere. Yeah. You could not... You couldn't turn without seeing that logo somewhere or on something. Mm. And then I, <laughs> I remember the day it came out... Well, I was in primary school at the time. I was in year five. Mm. You would have been in like year Really, two of them. It was like year three, I think. Yeah, not three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my school had done this massive big thing. We're going to do this fundraiser for the school special event, Jurassic Park screening at the movie theatre. At the 6.30 showing, because it's for Sun Curry. <laughs> we only had one cinema at the time. Now, this was the second screening the movie was planning of Jurassic Park. Yeah. Right? And every person, from, like, almost every person involved in my primary school was yeah. at this thing. Guess which screening I went to? I went to the first one. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was my mum's logic. She's like, well, you could go, and there'll be everybody there, and it'll be loud, and it'll be noisy, and you won't get to enjoy it. Or, this is the first screening at four o'clock. Do you want to just walk down from school and go and see it? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> see, I walked down from school and I watched it. There were about six people in the cinema. Wow. I came out and there was like capacity waiting to get in. And the head of the PNC was at the front. She's like, John D, why aren't you? What are your school? And I'm like, I just watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, be, I remember seeing it on my birth. It was around my birth time when we went and saw it as a family. And got, it just blew my mind yeah. seeing it in the cinemas. It was amazing. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. I remember every. I remember the T Rex was just fantastic. The the Rex literally made that film. God yeah. Then the Raptors and everything else. Well, see that Raptor scene at the end when from about when um, Muldoon and Ellie head off to do their thing. Yeah, that's still some tense fucking storytelling. Oh god yeah. When I watched the first one again a couple of days ago, I'm watching it with as much tension as the first time I watched it. Oh. On this note, sorry, we're talking about this and we're talking about these bits of Muldoon and everything else. Yep. I'm about to buy my first Lego video game. You're going to get Jurassic World? The Jurassic series, because it does all of them. Yeah. And I, I played the start. Yep. And the very, the, like, the only movie where like Muldoon and that, they're putting the, um, the cage in. Loading team, yes. step away. Yeah, you do all that. And oh, it really? Is, and That's it's fantastic. Because cool. um, Nate was on our show early on. Yeah. He's got it. He's been working through it. He's been raving about it. Yeah. He, yeah. he probably should be on this episode, given how much he loves Jurassic If he Park. shows up, we're it's, expecting it's, people to show up at some point, because yeah. we've got things on this afternoon. See, Nate. So Nate's not coming. Up. He's stuck at work. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we, we should have invited, we should have made time to get him on, but you know what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, and, yeah, see, my major thing I had to say about the first one was going to be the differences from the books. 
But you know the whole thing at the end of, or actually most of the way through the second movie with the the sick, the sick baby T-Rex. Yes. Alan and the kids did that in the first one. Right. I believe it was a baby wrapped up. Okay. Because there's this whole sequence that didn't make it into the movie where they go on the, the you know, the Jungle River Cruiser they yeah, mentioned yeah, briefly? Yeah, yeah. Well, they go on that with a raft. Right. They take the river back towards the the compound. Yeah. And I think they get the river all the way to the Gallimimus yep. part pen and then walk from there. Um, there's this bit where they find this pumping station. No, they come to the pumping station, that's right, and they right. find this, this sick little dinosaur and they've got yeah. to help it. So that bit of the book got lifted and used in the second film. Oh, fair enough. But yeah, this, this, during this river sequence, they go into the aviary. Right, okay. And that's where that sequence comes from, from the third from one. the third one, yeah. Well, you may as well, if you do the, if the third one doesn't have any, doesn't have a book to base it. Yeah, just pull off, pay, pull yeah. off scenes that were pulled from the, yeah, that didn't get pulled, sorry. There's this whole, yeah, there's this whole thing in the, in the first book of, um, well, we can't, we, we, oh, we're going to do a jungle river cruise through through the Pteranodon pen, through the aviary, but they're incredibly territorial, and they're, <laughs> and they're attacking all the boats, so we've closed that. But um, Alan misses that bit for whatever reason. Yeah. And that's the one sequence in that movie I would have really loved to have seen. Right. But it was a budgetary and effects thing. It couldn't have been done. Yeah. So, yeah, that's those are probably the main differences. Other than at the end of it, you die. Right. Yeah, Hammond dies at the end of the book. No. No. <laughs> I will not accept you, you. I will not accept the character that the same name as me dying. It's like Homer Simpson with um, Detective Homer Simpson. Yeah. Um, yeah, he dies. He gets... Because... Um, in the movie, when they're in the bunker, there's this whole bit where in, instead of the bunker, they actually take refuge in the Jurassic Park Hotel. Yeah. And the compies and the raptors actually bust into that. Right. And they all get out, the rest of the crew that are surviving, like Dr. Wu and... Yeah, Alan yeah, and yeah, yeah. And Ian. Ian dies as well. Right. Which is weird, because he's in the second book. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but they, they don't come straight out and say that he's died, they just talk about his funeral, and they oh, imply that he's died, so... And then they did the second book, like, fuck it, retcon. Um, yeah, so then Hammond sort of falls down the hill at the end yeah, yeah, and gets attacked by Compies and Eaton. Kind of like what happens to Old Matey after they've had the break in the second movie. Right, okay. Falls down a hill, gets yep, lost, yep, yep. gets sworn by gets Compies. Sworn. Right. That's what happens to John Hammond at the end of the first book. Okay, right on. And then he's dead. And then at the end, then that segues, because in the second movie, it's um, John Hammond that sends him off the island, but it's yes. not his successor. And it's not InGen versus InGen. It's InGen versus another rival company. I want to say Applied Genetics or something to that effect. Right. It's been a long time since I've read Lost World. Yeah, whereas in the current movies, we just keep InGen around as being the bad guy. Yeah, even though they all work for InGen. Yeah, InGen's always kept around as the bad guy. For yeah, all. it's sort of like Wayland Yutani in the Jurassic Park yeah. franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really surprised, though, that, you, um, that there wasn't more sort of tie-in stuff when the first one came out. Like a comic series, an animated series, just a massive cash-in. I mean, there was merchandise up the fucking ones. Oh, there were heaps of toys. There were more toys than you know. I had a bunch of them. They were really fun. I had a bunch of the first season. I remember the second movie, the toy line was even bigger than the first one. Like, the toy line went really well again. The Lost World, really? Second movie, yeah. Yeah, There was a huge toy line for that again as well. I had none of those. I had a lot of the ones. I had, like, the Triceratops and a couple of the cars. I I had a bunch of them from the... More from the second movie, honestly. Yeah? Yeah, my G.I. Joe's fit in that better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I had a a heap of them from the first one. Yeah. But, yeah, I was... Because that was the done thing at the time. Because, like, there was... I was always made a shit ton of Aliens comics. Like, Police Academy had an animated series. Like, Robocop has had an animated series. 
Well, that that was the thing back then too. It was like the movie was made for adults. Yeah. But but we're gonna try and merchandise stuff for kids. That's so right. Do the cartoon. Yeah. But it's it's always really surprised me that there's never been a Jurassic Park cartoon. Yeah. Or sort of like because even Godzilla has had an animated yeah, series. Even the American Godzilla. Yeah. Had an animated series. Which was better than the movie, but then again, that wouldn't be hard. No, it was pretty shocking. But that's yeah. I the I, old movie. I have to stipulate. I am a fan of the new one. The, the one with Brian Cranston in it. The, the new, new Godzilla yeah, the new movie. I'm a like huge it. fan of that. Well, original Godzilla from 1950-whatever played Friday night up at the up at the Regal. Oh, excellent. Yeah. I love that. I've got that on, blue, I've got that on DVD. Nice. Yeah, um, yeah that's, that's what always sort of fascinated me about the first one. That yeah. There was never been more of a tie-in with it. Yeah, that is surprising. I never actually thought about that. I, I, I do remember loads of toys. And oh, of yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, never, no never the comic tie-in and never the cartoon tie-in. Yeah. Which just strikes me as odd. Does a little, yeah, yeah, but that's okay. Because I mean, the, the production value uh, in the first one is ridiculous, and it, gets, it dips significantly between one and two, and then two and three, because they they laid every bit of that fucking track yeah. on that road, yeah, for like miles, like even sections they weren't using, yeah, they laid the whole thing, and they did as much practical as possible, which is I think why it holds up better than a lot of other films that have come out since. It is, I mean, you, you watch a lot of movies that you watched as a kid, and they do not age well. No. That first one is still an amazing piece of cinema. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of moments in it where you go, okay, kind of. Yeah. Um, oh, well, especially... Um, Donald Gennaro off the toilet. Watching the security camera, it's a quick time movie. Yeah. You can see it. <laughs> you can see the progress You can see the progress <laughs> yeah. on this live camera feed. Yeah, with um, these... <laughs> When he's on the phone to the guy watching it. Yeah, you see the tracking bar. I noticed yeah. that years yeah. ago. Yeah. And I'm really surprised in any of the re-releases they've never gone back and George Lucas to that. I don't think they need to. I don't think they, they, they care because they know the whole, the rest, pretty much the entire movie stands up. Why yeah. bother fixing those things? Yeah, because I mean, there's there's really not much left though that doesn't hold up. There's only a couple of bits of millennial rubber. Yeah, there's not much. It holds up yeah, ridiculously well. I mean, there's, Obviously, the film itself has some plot holes, i.e. the bit with John Hammond doing the conversation with himself. <laughs> was that going to be his sole role when the park was open? To take people on, to take people that, on ride. that ride and talk to himself? No, I think, that, I think this is, that was an exclusive reel just for, uh, ah, right, right, just for investors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a hope. Because when I was watching it the other night, I'm like, hang on, this is great for this one scene. But is that his job? <laughs> I, I, I like the idea of that just being for the that's the investor, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I love that Mr. DNA was in the new one. Oh my God, yes. But we'll we'll get to that one because that's what, that's what the core of this is going to be. Yeah. Um, the core of this is mainly going to be talking about the new one. Yeah. Because the second one is there. Is there the second one? If you've never if you've never read the book, yeah. it's immeasurably better than the book. Or no, the then, book then, is then actually, actually better. If you, the film itself. Okay. You enjoy it more having never read the book, which is true of a lot of things that are adapted. Because, okay, this is where I'm going to... Right. Okay. There's a couple of like, the differences I mentioned in the first book and first movie. Yep, yep, yep. Minor things, really. Yeah, okay. Um, second book. Ian Malcolm goes to the island before Sarah does. Right, okay. Sarah comes later. Okay. Looking for him. Alright. And she gets off the boat. She basically has to swim X amount of miles through this tunnel to get to the island because the boat won't go back. Right. Um, the little girl yeah. is two kids. Right. Is not Ian Malcolm's daughter. Okay. 
it's a pair of school kids that are working with, uh, you know, Eddie Carr? Yes. He is basically, um, he's a, a guest lecturer at a school or a teacher or something. Yeah. And he teaches these two kids in their dinosaur sort of thing. And then he disappears and he fucks off. Right. And then these kids somehow find their way to where they're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To um, where the plant is, where they're setting up all the equipment. And they smuggle aboard because they know Ian Malcolm as well or something. I can't remember. It's been a long time. But yeah, these kids smuggle themselves aboard. Right. Going Because the whole point of the mission is to go and find, I think it's Eddie Carr. Yeah. That, that, that equivalent of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy goes first and then everyone else goes. Yep. And then Sarah turns up. As opposed to Sarah goes, Sarah goes, he's everyone else. Yeah, he's everyone else going to rescue her. And the ending is completely different because they don't go to San Diego. That's good because that whole, that end, that's where that film falls down. That is where that film falls down. Everything on the island is fine. I was a big fan of. Yeah. Big fan of everything on the island. That's where that movie falls down for me. Yeah. Pretty much. Where, where it turns into, yeah, Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, in all a monster running through a city. In the, even the way where they have that shot with the Japanese tourists. Oh, the Japanese tourists. Yeah, God love it. But yeah, so it's it's a lot more like it's a lot different. But the the differences are more. And yeah, but in 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 end of itself, fuck words are difficult. Um, it's not a bad film. Yep, it's got more plot problems than the first one does. Yeah, but it's still not a bad film. No, the third one is not great. Well, before we get to the third one, all right. Um, gross, what was its gross? Six hundred eighteen million, six hundred thirty-eight thousand nine hundred and nine dollars. Nine hundred nine dollars. I don't know how they calculate the nine hundred and nine, but no, that's okay. Not that's the six hundred eighteen, nearly six hundred nineteen million. Yeah, so it's, that's still it's not acceptable. It's not that just more than a billion for the first one, but you yeah. know, acceptable diminishing yeah. return. Jurassic Park three. The third one. What did it make? Three hundred and sixty-eight million seven hundred eighty thousand. Right. Half again. Half again. Yeah. But by the same token, it had fuck all budget, and I and you can and, and, it, and shows. it shows and it shows and this was the start of we need something bigger than the T Rex. Yeah, which was the Spinosaurus, and the fact that it killed the Rex in the first sort of ten seconds. Yeah. The Rex being there, that's where it loses me. Yeah, it's it's like I said, I enjoy it, but that's because I like Sam Neill. And Sam Neill, dinosaurs. Sam Neill is so out of place in that film. That's the epitome of dudes gonna eat. I know, I know. But I still, I watch it. I watch it when I go on my Jurassic Park scenes. I have to watch all my Jurassic Park. Yeah, you got all, all three of them. All, all three, all four now. All four now. But it's not. Yeah, it's not it's a good film. Great. It's uh, really Tao Leone is just painful. Yeah. The whole shit with um, the phone ringing from inside the dinosaur. Oh, yeah, that was... That's a bit painful. I'm sorry, you, if the T-Rex has taken a step and you hear it from miles away <laughs> and it ripples water, yeah. which, I'm sorry, was one of the best marketing things they ever did when that's all they showed originally in the trailers was just the fucking ripple of the water. Yeah. That was great. Um, Are you okay with ch- chicken burgers for dinner, JD? Oh, is this a question? For yes, this is a question for uh, you. Have uh, sorry, podcast. Are you happy with chicken burgers? Yes. All right, back to the podcast. okay. <laughs> We've just got a message from the D and D players. Well, we, we needed to respond now, so yes, get yeah, right up. Um, yeah, um, yeah. This thing is bigger and meaner, and it sneaks up on them when they're at the fence. So it's standing there, just going, shh, yeah. wait for it, wait for it. And then the phone rings from inside its stomach, heard perfectly. Yeah. 
fuck off. <laughs> and I'm sorry, who was ringing the satellite phone? Oh, God knows. The least offensive bit of that film is the bit where they're in the aviary. Yeah. Which is also, like we were saying about Once Upon a Time and Powers, fuck that, because that, that should have been the good bit in yep. the first film. Yeah. No, it was a cash grab. Um, I think if it had been... If Elliot had a bigger role in it, yeah, I probably would have been happier with it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because she was phenomenal in the first one. She's probably one of the highest points of that movie because she conveys every emotion she needs to, and the gravitas of the whole thing. Yes, tied to her. Yes, really. No, I agree. That's the emotional yeah. core of it. Yeah, and then it was very, it was very much Alan Grant's growth story. Yeah, like the whole I hate kids. Kids are okay. And. Damn it, I've decided not to endorse your park. So have I. Um, speaking of lines from that movie about Mr. Hammond, remember that when I bought my new phone and we lived together all those years ago and I called you from it? Mr. Hammond, my phone is working. <laughs> I, I have I have quoted as much as possible that movie. Yeah. Having this name, Having this name it's, yeah. in any conversation with nerds I can, I've quoted that movie. Yeah, I remember what it... Oh. Because I started off as your sister's friend and then segued across to being yours. Yes. I knew she had the same surname as you and then your name was John, but I never really you put never the together. You never actually together. And we were, talk- we were on the way home from work one day and she said something about when Jurassic Park came out. I'm like, hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> your brother's name's John. Your last name's Hammond. Fuck off. <laughs> I lost my shit. Um, without doing a full review of the third one, there's really not a lot there's to not say a lot to about say it. That we were disappointed. It was a cash grab that didn't work so well. And then there was a bunch of attempts, because like Jurassic Park 4 was supposed to come out a couple of years later. They tried, it, it's, there's been a couple of attempts to actually Like get the military using them. And, yeah. And whatnot, which they poked a little bit of fun at in Jurassic, Jurassic World. Um, yeah, the third one is crap. Um, I don't care for it, but I still watch Fourth it. Fourth one! Fourth one! Currently sitting at a worldwide total of 1,547,184,734 dollars. Yeah. Currently sitting at fourth highest grossing film of all time, I believe. Yeah, yeah it fucking <laughs> is. I really enjoyed that. Now, the fourth one has faults. It does. It does have problems. But I loved it. But I, I love the crap out of it. I was worried, like, the training raptors get fucked. I, <laughs> but then it worked really well. It worked fine. I mean, we heard about all these things before going into it. Yeah. About high, dinosaur hybrids, they're making their own yeah. and everything else. We heard about all this. We were worried going in. I think they pulled it off fine. You know what I thought was the most effective thing they did in that film? That? The Rex. And my stance on that is, at the start of it, they go, oh, there's the T-Rex. Nobody cares. Yeah. Yep. T-Rex has been done, and they showed, feet, and in the first movie, feeding the lamb to it was this big tense moment. Yeah, yeah. In the start of Jurassic World, here's this lamb, nobody cares. Yeah. It's done, we don't even see the Rex, and then they forget about it. Yeah. Until the very fucking end. Oh, the way they did it at the end was fantastic. Because as soon as like, we're going to open Pen 12, I'm like, because I was thinking, we haven't seen the Rex. Yeah. And Rexy comes out, and it's apparently the Rex from the first film. Right, okay. Because it's got all the scars and shit yeah, inside yeah, of it yeah, from yeah. fighting the raptors. It's apparently the first, the, the original T-Rex. Okay. And then they use that as the smackdown to come out, and I yeah. love that Rexy takes her island back. And the first thing she does when she gets out of that pen is knock over and smash the skeleton of a Spinosaurus. Yeah. I'm like, yes. I also love the fact that like, it's very much a throwback to that scene too, because she's got the flare in her hand and everything else. Yeah. And, and running in high heels. 
her <laughs> high and middles. We're going to reach a low point right now. We're just going to jump all over the place because I've done no notes. In the review I had in mind, I've since forgotten because we were going to do it three weeks ago and failed and then we did gloom and whatnot. Okay. We're going to start off with a couple of my problems with the film and then we'll come back to it. All right. Bryce Dallas Howard does the whole thing in those ridiculous high heels. Yes. She's doing that fucking run. She's running from a Tyrannosaurus yeah, Rex in high heels. Yeah. That is one of the few bits of the movie that took me out of it. I... Didn't care so much. I, no, I it, wasn't worried. It bugged me because it was one of the few points where you go, "Oh, that's stupid." Uh, I just, I just tuned out. No, it, it really bugged me. It, did, it didn't glare for me, so I was just, I was still just like, "Dinosaurs, yeah!" yeah. <laughs> How did they get the DNA for an aquatic dinosaur from a mosquito? Oh God knows. God, no. At that point, they're probably just creating their own half the time. At that point, they're not talking about it from mosquitoes. Like, who knows? Like, they well, probably could have come up with other ways. That to said, it. they did mention very briefly that they found a way of extracting it from fossils. Yes, and look, this is one thing they also mentioned as an offhand thing that is one of my favourite things of the movies. They talk about how these aren't even real dinosaurs. They don't look real. You didn't want real. You, you didn't wanted want real. Cool. You wanted cool, and that's why they're not covered in feathers yeah, and everything else. I love that and they've done that. That is my favourite. It's just a throwaway line, pretty much. In Which, the movie? Because when the first movie came out, we didn't know. It, it was lauded as great and everything yeah. else. But, but moving to the other since, ones, the paleontologists were getting really shitty because it wasn't showing dinosaurs as they should be. Yeah, and all the evidence has come to light in the 20 years since yes. has proven that all these dinosaurs, here's what they actually look like. And that's why they say that line. Of, yeah. You didn't want them realistic. You wanted them so they look cool. And that's what I love. That little throwaway line is one of my favourite things in this movie. Yeah. It's like, thank you for explaining that. Yeah. Uh, old Dr. Wu sequel bait. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to run away with the, with with the embryos. Yeah. Certainly um, Dr. Wu is evil. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was all about. I don't know what that's about, but whatever. Yeah, 20 years for <laughs> change, guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't care. I was very happy that there's a statue of John Hammond in the middle of that business center. I love that there's a statue of John Hammond. I love the throwaway line in the helicopter. John Hammond did not give me this park to like uh, make money. He said, spare no expense. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, do it, cause you know from seeing John Hammond in that first film, he spared no expense. Yeah. And he got the voice of Richard Kiley. <laughs> spare no expense. I love, I love the, um, the subtle tie-ins back to it. There's so many little tie-ins. Like, like I mentioned earlier in this cast, the, the um, Mr. DNA. Mr. DNA. Voiced by the director. Yep. There's just so many just these little, little throwaway things to previous ones. Oh, I love the, the CG spitter. Yep. The, the, the holographic <laughs> Dilophosaurus, which is just, like, when she uses it at the end with the yeah. the frill, which is just the shot from when it attacks Nedry. Yeah. And um, the the holographic Gallimimuses, Gallimimai, yep. Gallim running dinosaurs, yep. is the actual computer model yeah. that they used originally. Yeah. And I'm like, I love the tie-ins. I tell you what, you can't tell me. You didn't throw back to being an eight or ten year old kid when little fellas, the one of the brothers, the youngest one, gone barreling through the motel room, thrown the fucking doors open. Here's this vista of the park. I loved all the throwbacks to the old music. Yeah. I loved it. it. It was such a good, slight changes, slight theme and variation, yeah. but the soundtrack was perfect. Yeah, no, when he's thrown those doors open. Yeah. Yeah. God, I got some serious chills. I think casting was great. Yep. All around. The kids were kids. 
The whole thing the of... Kids the, movie. the kids in the movie. They're not the worst kids in any movie. No. They were fine. You need the to kids... have kids to worry about them. That's movies. right. But, I'm, I'm being the negative nearly. I'm going to get to the shit I loved in a minute. Okay. Yeah. Um, the whole thing of our kids, their parents are getting divorced, their parents are getting, I'm just going to sit here and cry. Yeah. Felt, it felt superfluous. Yeah. It wasn't bad, it just didn't really... But it was a nice throwback to the kids in the first film because their parents were in the process of a divorce as well. They got yeah. sent to the island. Well, that's why I thought they did it. Cyclical. Yeah, that's why I honestly thought they did it. So I love Judy Greer as their mum. Yeah. I would have preferred to have seen more of her. Yeah. I love Judy Greer in everything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's not the world's... Yeah. But she's, she was great as their mum. Yeah. And the, the whole subtext of the parents getting the divorce. Yeah. The kids crying about it. Yeah. The way they executed it at the start with the, with the parents was really well done. Yeah, as much as I'm now backflipping on my own thing if it didn't need to be done. Yeah, but yeah. it was done well. Yeah, no, fair but enough. But I felt it was superfluous to the story. Yeah, okay. I the tensions they were doing is like, well, so much for our last family breakfast. Yeah, yeah, get, yeah. Get, yeah, and he's like, and she's just like, why do you have to do this? Yeah, I thought that was really effective. I mean, maybe it's because they didn't do more with that story. Yeah, I felt that there was the, the level of story there was for the divorce. I'd be interested to see if there's any more of that if they come out with the director's cut. Yeah, no, fair point. I'll be interested to see if that, if anything else comes out of that, or if it's just going to still seem like more superfluous. Yeah, it just story. It felt like they should have either done more with it or less with it. Yeah, it just sort of felt not so much tacked on, but I don't know. Yeah, but it, that scene though was really well executed. Like, yeah, I'll give it that much. Yeah, the old park. Oh, having the old park there and everything else now. As someone who's running the centre and everything else, I don't know why you would have the old park still there and in that state. Yeah, why you wouldn't have just torn it down. Either torn it down or used it for something or whatever. Or they just wanted to forget it because of the death. Yeah. But With having it... Having it in, in the, the movie, movie... As someone enjoyed the movie, oh, I loved having it there in the movie. I liked it when they showed the map. They're like, right, here's the old park. Here's everywhere else that everybody does stuff. I'm like, well, that's cool. When those, when those kids walk towards that door, I lost my shit. Oh, gotcha. I love the fact that they, here's the old doors that stood at the old park where they go through the monorail, yep. starting up. Yeah. I loved old mate, the computer center, bought an old shirt. Old school dress. Something I noticed that I was going to talk about with that scene in that command center. John Hammond in the first one, with the whole automation thing, hiring Nedry was a mistake. I see that now. Yes. Because Nedry automated the whole thing. You could yep. run this whole room on its own with two people. Yeah. Jurassic World has a massive has command center, no automation, yeah. 25, 30 guys. Yeah. I thought, I don't know if that was a deliberate thing or they just something they did to update it. So I'm watching Jurassic Park again recently. Look, they had a lot of things where people, like, they had a full security team on there in case another incident yeah. came out. I loved all these little things that were part of the movie. But yeah, I just thought that that was really... Yeah. Which I never picked up on until I recently rewatched it. Yeah, 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 definitely. The the extraction. So, what did you think of our hybrid? Of our of our um, T Rex slash what's it called? The I Rex. Um, Fuck, I can't remember. Indominus Rex. Indominus Rex. That's it. (laughs) Um, They're like it's crossed between T Rex and something classified. So raptors. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was my response. Like so. It's a hybrid of a T-Rex and a Raptor. Yeah. That's fine. Um, yes and no. Yes and no? Yes. Okay, cool. It's smart. It's out doing all that. No problem with any of that. It's got Raptor DNA. Raptors are clever as fuck. Yeah. It can... It's a chameleon because story. <laughs> it's got no thermal signature because story. 
Oh, well. <laughs> it felt like there was too much. It had too many yeah, abilities. Yeah. It, it then shouldn't have known how to use. Yeah. Like, I'm going to hide my thermal signature so the thermal cameras can't get me. What's a camera? But all in all, I thought having this just borderline psychopathic monster that was just running around killing shit. But, oh, the fucking the Brachiosaurus. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. It was. Which was a really good character moment for for Claire, though. Yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard's character. She literally only saw them as assets and numbers and things on a screen. Yeah. Until that moment. Because in he can, like Chris Pratt, we haven't even mentioned yet. <laughs> we'll get that. We'll, we'll gush about him and Lord and Master Star-Lord. Um, <laughs> boy, you do no rule. And he's like, look, they're actual animals. Yeah. No, 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 we cooked them up. They don't know that. Yeah. They don't know that. No, I thought it was really effective. Um, old matey that was the... What was his name? The park owner-administrator guy. I thought he was great. I thought he was great, but you knew he was going to cop it. You knew he was <laughs> yeah. going to cop it. I didn't want him to cop it because he wanted to treat this as a park. He wanted to. Else. He wanted. I, he I was did. trying to uphold John Hammond's ideals. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't want him to die, but I you knew he was going to. Yeah. Away. But then he went out in a fucking literal blaze of glory. Oh God, yeah. That, he's like, "There's no one there. They got the pilots. I could fly." They're <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh." Oh, yeah. son. You're going to die. But You're going to yeah. die. And they're like, all the, all the flying dinosaurs are getting out. Fuck it. We've got a Gatling gun. <laughs> Why? But when the flying dinosaurs get out, duh. Yeah, no expense. They're no expense. Yeah. All, all, yeah. Um, so Chris Pratt. That, that's, that's the guy that was in the movie? Yeah. He was awesome. Yeah, I really liked it. He I would love the scenes with the motorbike. Yeah, I mean, we saw it in the trailer. Yeah, but I love seeing it in the movie as well. The interplay between him and the Raptors yeah. was better than I ever thought it could have and would have been. Yes, and it spawned a million memes and t-shirts <laughs> yeah. and else with the hands out. Yeah, uh, my and favorite is Link with the hands out and three chickens. The three for anyone three who's played yeah. before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bocarina. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I thought. The way that the level of respect he had towards those dinosaurs, and it's like, who's the other? I am. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's the training sequence at the start, which does it with the clicker. Yeah. And they're doing their thing. Yeah. Like, that's really cool. And then the fucking kingpin turns up. Yeah. And he adapts the story for one of the failed, adap- failed attempts at Jurassic Park 4. Yeah. They want to militarize them and put weapons, because one of the urban legends was that they were going to have weapons grafted to them. Yeah. And then they put the fucking dino riders' helmets on them. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, they've already said a sequel. They have said a sequel. We mentioned yeah. this last show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it too. Because Chris Pratt's back. Yeah. He's making a lot of money now. Oh, he, yes. But after seeing this new one, I'm perfectly, well, like, because during that time in between the two movies, I, I didn't know if I really wanted another one or not. Well, when they announced it, I'm like, no, oh, thank you. Yeah. So many of these rumors and everything else, I just did not... No, if I really wanted it. After the movie, yeah, I do want more. It was Dr. Wu that got my attention when they said we're bringing him back and they're doing the parks open. I'm like, cool. Yeah. I'm, it's not another park trying to get off the ground or anything else. The park's been open for 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. At park, this point. Park's good. Park's, park's fine. Hasn't had an incident in 10 years. Yeah. Got a big fucking incident now. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, what, and it wasn't even because the last couple have been human error. This was just the fucking IREX getting out. Yes, no more. Well, well, other than um, other than making po- the fucking thing. Well, other than making the fucking thing. 
Um, Verizon presents. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I did like that. That was too, good. Yeah. Um, other than Paul Blart. Empty source. <laughs> I shall credit. Other than Paul Blart letting it out. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I, I am keen for another one. I think it's better than two and three. Yeah, I reckon I reckon the fourth one is better than two and three. I do not think it's better than the first one. No. Just because the first one is such an icon yeah. for what it is. I think it's good, though, that the next generation of movie fans can latch onto this as their Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. And the, when the fucking <clears throat> Tyrannodons get out and fucking swarm the park, that is amazing. That's a great scene. It is a fantastic scene. So many of those scenes are so good. You know what else I liked? What? The Ankylosauruses. Yeah, they were good. <laughs> you know what else was surprisingly funny in that movie? What? Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. As the, as the tour guy. As the tour guy, they, yeah. They sprayed this off the spit of this isn't real, is it? He falls over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought his little cameo was the, hi, I'm Jimmy Fallon, as the tour guy. Yeah, yeah. As the throwback to the Richard Kiley thing from the first Yeah. Cast, was really good. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, as we said, there are some, there are some holes, there are some flaws. But all in all, it was an amazing film. Yeah. You watch that end battle, like between, oh, when the raptors turned, didn't it break your little heart? It did. Because it's like making the fucking raptor noises, and then they make them back, and then they turn and look, and it's like, oh, shit. Oh, son. shit. <laughs> I love when they're, when they're preparing to go, like, play hide and seek with the, the four raptors. He's going through this whole thing. Do not shoot my raptors! <laughs> Please. It was sad when three of them died. Yeah. But one of the most fuckiest moments of the whole movie. Fucking blue coming back out of nowhere. <laughs> running to try and save the day. Because uh, I was worried that the Irex was going to kill the T-Rex and that would have done the whole movie for me. Yeah. When it was pinned then fucking blue comes back to save the day. It's like, yeah. No, I, I, that whole end sequence I absolutely loved. I think, I think this movie's great. Um, I do place it only at second yeah. out of all four of them. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, was never going to be better than the first one. No. Because nothing from that franchise can because... But of... it's been one of my highlights for movies this year. Absolutely. I thought it shat all over Age of Ultron. Oh, yeah. I'm actually going to say I enjoyed it more than Age of Ultron. Yeah. Um, it could be my favourite movie this year if we weren't also going to get Star Wars. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That... If, if we weren't also going to get Star Wars yeah, this we year, getting Star Wars it this could year. be my favourite movie this year. It's... Yeah, it's probably my favourite movie of the year so far. Yeah. Well, Mad Max was very good, but it just was... Just... Mad Max was real good, but this had too much nostalgia. Yeah, too much nostalgia done well. Yeah. There was enough new stuff to go, yup. I tell you what, though, using the, the actual Jeep from the first one, which is the same Jeep that, that um, they got ferried to yeah. the, the P9. Yeah. Like, oh, that's lovely, but you've hotwired a car that's instead near the shed for 20 years. I, I glossed over the, the fact that the kids could do that. I glossed, I, over, I glossed that over it at the time. I glossed over it at the time. Yeah. Thinking about it for review purposes, because the first time I went to watch it, I went, yes! Second time I watched it, I went, right, put my reviewer hat on. Ooh. Yeah, but for me, just for the nostalgia purpose, it was fine. I love it's, it. It's, yeah, and then, then, then remember when we helped Grandpa rebuild his engine? Yeah. But there's your line that covers everything. But it's good that that was it, like, as opposed to kids that just know how to do it. Yeah. They weren't prodigies, they weren't anything special. And I love that the older of the two didn't give two shits what he was doing. He's like, girls, yeah. His little arc was real fun. Well, I actually enjoyed the fact that you see him in there, he's like, yeah, dinosaurs, whatever. Yeah, yeah fuck it, I don't give a shit. Yeah. As on to the underwater one and everything else, you see him, really, the phone goes away. Yeah. Now he's having fun. And, yeah. You know what else was a throwback to the original book? 
What? The little girl riding on the baby triceratops. Oh, really? Because in the first book, Lex does that. Oh, oh, the other massive change from the first book to the yeah, first yeah, film, yeah, throwing yeah. back. Um, Lex is the younger of the two. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tim's older than her. Right. All right, fair enough. Yeah, and they switched it and did what they did with it. I forgot that I was going to mention that till now. When they looked at the baby, t- the baby triceratops, there, he's like, <laughs> no, not the baby! All right, well, do you have anything else to say about this movie? I could probably keep talking about this movie for ages. Um, <laughs> and, per- and it's just going to be me gushing at this point yeah. and thinking of other plot holes and amazing things. Um, all in all, I think it's an amazing film yep. that's introducing a whole new generation to mm. Jurassic Park. And the fact that it's done a billion and a half dollars. Yeah. Thank fuck. Yeah, God, yeah. Um, what I am going to say, though, is I was reading an article just before you got here about the future of it. Right. The future franchises and the, like the producers and the director and whatnot are like, the rest of it may not necessarily from here take place trapped on an island like the last four has. We might actually progress the story forward. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm fine with I'm that. I'm okay. For, like, for, the, for reboot purposes. It's, it's, it's soft reboot. It's soft reboot. It's the kind of reboot I'd like. It's in-world. It's not a complete whitewash. Yeah. Or anything I'm okay with that. The yeah. first one was in a park again. Lots of nods to the old one. Yeah. It's... Full of everything I wanted. Ooh, phone buzz. Phone buzz, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, they're talking about like how the dinosaurs, because it's the whole thing of free market, like whenever PC or Apple do something, there's all this fucking third party shit that does all the stuff with <laughs> the technology. All, what's all those third party dinosaur people doing? Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's one of the things that they floated in this article I was reading. Right. Um, just following Dr. Wu and the InGen stuff. Yeah. But yeah, Chris Pratt and I think Bryce Dallas Howard are both back. Okay. Which she was, she, her arc was actually quite good. Yeah. I thought that she actually developed in camera way. No, I do too. Because she had to. Yes. <laughs> uh, nerdy guy in the control room was great. Yeah. Nerdy girl in the control room was great. Yeah. Is that good? Because no, I have a boyfriend. Oh, you've never mentioned it. Well, I'm at work. <laughs> but yeah, no, we could have literally done an episode, like, we, we could have done this as a four parter and gone first film, second film, third film, fourth film. Yeah. But it's an overall retrospective. Um, and I'm going to spend I'm going to a couple of quick shout-outs. All right. My friend Gabby. What about? My friend Gabby loves Jurassic Park more than anybody. Gabby is a school teacher. Yeah. Loves Jurassic Park to the point where her Facebook name, up until about a week ago, was... Like, her middle name was listed as Velociraptor. Right. <laughs> but she's changed a lot. Oh, why did you change this? Is that because I'm a teacher now? Yeah. So, Gabby, I told you I sent you the link. Welcome aboard. Yep. Um... I think it was just Gabby that I needed a shout-out. <laughs> I was going to send a shout-out to another friend of mine who wants a shout-out, but I told her I wasn't going to give her one, so out of principle, I'm not giving her one. But I give a shout-out to her husband, Nick. Hi, Nick. <laughs> and again, this is our show, and we can have a little bit of fun with it. Of course. Um, so, as always, feel free to email us at nerdcornerau at gmail.com. Yeah, I'm just going to float it for next time. Let's do Terminator. Yeah, okay, because we were going to do that a while ago. We were, but we never got around to it. Things popped up. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park popped up. Gloom. Gloom. Events yeah. kind of thing popped up. Let's do some of that. Well, do you want to do it in two halves? Do you want to do movies and Sarah Connor? Yeah, sure, why not? Because unless we just want to do a retrospective of the whole thing. But Well, then... I think it's just going to be retrospective like this one. We gloss over everything. Like, we talk briefly about the couple and yep. done so far. And then we just hit the movie, the newest one. Yeah, and okay. our thoughts of where it's going to go from here. You, have you seen it yet? Yes. <laughs> Do you, right. you agree with most of what I said? Yes. Excellent. We'll talk about that next we'll talk time. About that next <laughs> um, so yes, nerdcornerau at gmail.com. Um, on Twitter, uh, at nerdcornerau. Yep. Um, you can't buy John's stuff. He's already sold it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and once again, I've been John Hammond. 
I've been John Deaver. We had a challenge weeks and weeks ago for Podcast Pillow Fort. Another one? No, the same one. But that recording we didn't end up using. Oh. So we'll do that next week. We'll do that next week. We'll yeah, so guys, we haven't, guys. we haven't forgotten. We will get back to you with another challenge. I totally forgot that, that never made it there. Yeah, so did I. I only remember the other day. Oh, right. Yeah, we'll be back yeah. for you. We'll, 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 we'll have got a challenge from Pillow Fort from about six, eight weeks ago. <laughs> um, we are now the third most popular Regular show on the network? Oh, you have to put regular, we're not the most popular. No, <laughs> only because there's only three regular podcasts. I know. <laughs> Slowly working our way up the chart. Yeah. Alright, yeah, he's been John Hammond, I've been John D. We'll see you next week. See ya. I recall the time they found those fossilized mosquitoes, and before long they were cloning DNA. Well, believe me, this has been one lousy day. Jurassic Park is frightening in the dark. All the dinosaurs are running wild. Someone shut the fence off in the rain. I admit it's kind of eerie, but this proves my chaos theory. And I don't think I'll be coming back